You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Do you love history but hate when it's stuffy and boring? Well, look no further and join me, Katie Charlwood, your friend the neighborhood social scientist and reader of books, as I delve into unsolved historical mysteries, murders by gaslight, and of course, women who have been misrepresented through all time. On Who Did What Now, the history podcast that's not your history class. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's hard to believe that a man as monstrous as Adolf Hitler, the Nazi leader responsible for the deaths of tens of millions of people during the Holocaust and World War II, was born to a mother and a father just like everyone else, that he grew up surrounded by a family, and that he had siblings and cousins and nephews, as so many of us do. Likewise, it's hard to stomach the idea that Hitler has descendants who've lived on long after his own demise, that there are embodiments of his legacy still walking the earth today. And yet, that's all too true as well. In all, the story of Adolf Hitler's family is a complicated one, though Hitler himself had no known children, and his own marriage to Eva Braun lasted just 45 minutes before they died by suicide as Soviet troops closed in on Berlin in 1945, he came from a sprawling, tangled family tree. Hitler may have had just one full sister who lived into adulthood, but he had multiple half-siblings who also had children of their own. Today, a handful of those descendants are still alive, some we know about, and some may remain anonymous forever. You're listening to History Uncovered, brought to you by the digital publisher All That's Interesting, where we explore the uncharted corners of the natural world and the world past. I'm All That's Interesting staff writer Kalina Fraga. Today, we're exploring the family tree of Adolf Hitler. understand Adolf Hitler's family and the controversy surrounding his descendants, you have to go back to Hitler's father, Aloise, who was born under mysterious circumstances in 1837 to a peasant woman named Maria Anna Schickelgruber. To this day, Aloise's paternity is unclear, which makes tracing the living relatives of his infamous son all the more difficult. Some claim that Aloise's father was Schickelgruber's employer, a wealthy Jewish man, though this is unlikely as most historians believe that Jews had been expelled from the area for centuries. Others claim that Aloise's father was Johann George Heidler, a miller who married Schickelgruber five years after Aloise's birth. However, it's also possible that Johann's younger brother, Johann Nepomuk Heidler, was actually Aloise's biological father. When Aloise's mother died and her husband ran off, it was Johann Nepomuk Heidler who took Aloise in and raised him as his own. And it's likely due to him that Aloise changed his last name from Schickelgruber to Heidler, misspelled as Hitler, in 1876 when he was in his 40s. At that point, Aloise claimed Johann George Heidler as his father. However, the name change also seems to have made it possible for him to inherit money from the man who actually raised him, Johann Nepomuk Heidler. Interestingly, Adolf Hitler himself described his grandfather as a poor cottager in Mein Kampf, a description that fits neither Johann George Heidler nor Johann Nepomuk Heidler particularly well. 
But historians have also noted that Adolf was quote-unquote inaccurate or careless with details of his autobiography in Mein Kampf. Either way, Adolf Hitler's family tree was tangled even before he was born, but his father, Alois, would go on to make it even more complicated. He married three times, including Hitler's mother, Clara, and had a number of other children in addition to Adolf Hitler. Hitler, by most accounts a proud, strict, and sometimes cruel man, married for the first time in 1873 to a woman 14 years his senior. They had no children, but their marriage did put Alois in proximity with his second wife, a household servant named Franziska Matzelberger. The much younger Matzelberger became Alois's mistress and the mother of his illegitimate son, Alois Jr., in 1882. When Alois Sr.'s first wife died in 1883, he promptly married Matzelberger, legitimized his son, and produced another child, a daughter named Angela. And when Matzelberger died in 1884, Alois Sr.'s gaze fell on another household servant, Clara Poltzel. But though Poltzel quickly became pregnant, Alois Sr. was not immediately free to marry her, since she was a member of the Heidler family. Since Alois Sr. had officially legitimized himself as a Heidler in 1876, he needed special permission from the church to marry Poltzel, who, depending on his own paternity, was likely either his cousin or half-niece. In 1885, church permission was granted. Alois Sr. married Poltzel that January, and they swiftly began to grow their family. But of the six children they had together, only two survived to adulthood. Adolf Hitler, born in 1889, and Paula Hitler, born in 1896. Though Adolf Hitler described his childhood in glowing terms in Mein Kampf, writing that his parents doted on their children with, quote, eternally the same loving kindness, unquote, Paula, Alois Jr., and Angela depicted their family life in their journal as dysfunctional and violent. Alois Sr. beat his wife and children to such an extent that Alois Jr. ran away from home around the age of 14, while a young Adolf Hitler simply taught himself not to cry when his father hit him. Paula, the youngest, remembered being hit by her older brother Adolf as well, but Angela and Adolf became close. The four siblings, however, would embark on drastically different paths. Alois Jr., Angela, and Paula might have remained forgotten by history if not for their brother, who began a slow but steady rise to power after World War I ended in 1918. Though his family life remains largely muddled and shrouded in mystery, this part of Adolf Hitler's story is, of course, very well known. After the First World War, Hitler soon came to lead the Nazi party, then all of Germany, becoming chancellor in 1933. Fueled by his beliefs regarding racial purity and German genetic superiority, as well as military aggression in the form of German conquest of Europe, he invaded Poland in 1939 and launched World War II, a conflict that would endure for six years and result in the deaths of tens of millions of people across the globe. His own life ended in April 1945 when, shortly after marrying his long-term mistress, Eva Braun, Hitler bit down on a cyanide capsule and shot himself in the head in a Berlin bunker. But though Adolf Hitler had had no children of his own, the Hitler bloodline didn't die with him. 
His half-siblings, Alois Jr. and Angela, both had multiple children, and some of their descendants are still alive to this day. are the descendants of Adolf Hitler? To answer that question, we have to look to his half-siblings, Alois and Angela, since Hitler himself and his sister Paula had no children of their own. After leaving home, Hitler's half-brother Alois Jr. made his way to Ireland, where he married an Irish woman named Bridget and had a son named William. Alois Jr. later left his Irish family for Germany, where he married again and had another son, Hendrik or Heinz. The two boys lived vastly different lives. Heinz became a Nazi and died in 1942 as a German prisoner of war in Russian captivity. William, on the other hand, became a thorn in his famous uncle's side, writing critical articles about him and even trying to blackmail Hitler into getting him a good job by threatening to claim that the family had Jewish heritage. Hitler called William his quote-unquote loathsome nephew and once allegedly declared, quote, I didn't become chancellor for the benefit of my family. No one is going to climb on my back." Unquote. William, either spurned by his uncle or disgusted by his policies, also went on to give speeches in the United States entitled, Why I Hate My Uncle Adolf. After marrying a German woman and serving in the U.S. Navy, he settled in the United States, where he changed his name to Hillier, then to Stuart Houston, and had four sons, Alexander, Lewis, Howard Ronald, and Brian. As of 2018, Alexander, Lewis, and Brian lived on Long Island, but not much is known about their lives today. Their brother, Howard Ronald, who worked for the IRS, died in 1989, and his surviving siblings have no children of their own. Though it's been reported that they made a pact to end the family line and to purposefully avoid passing on their genes, Alexander has denied this. In 2002, he said, quote, Maybe my other two brothers did make a pact, but I never did, unquote. And in 2019, he called rumors of such a pact, quote-unquote, bullshit. His brothers, on the other hand, have avoided giving interviews or drawing attention to their infamous half-uncle. But they aren't the only Hitler descendants out there. Angela, Adolf Hitler's favorite sibling, also had three children of her own, Leo, Jelly, and Elfried. Though Jelly died under mysterious circumstances and without children, she allegedly had an affair with her infamous half-uncle before she apparently took her own life at the age of 23 in 1931. Leo and Elfried both had children of their own. Hitler was apparently fond of Leo. When he was captured by the Soviets during World War II, Hitler offered to trade Joseph Stalin's captured son for Leo. Stalin refused, but Leo managed to survive the war anyway and to have a son named Peter. Less is known about Elfried, who also had a son named Heiner. But neither Peter nor Heiner, who both lived in Austria as of 2018, and again, not much is known about them today, seem to want to have anything to do with the Hitler legacy. When Heiner's identity was revealed in 2004, some wondered if he should be awarded any royalties from Adolf Hitler's book, Mein Kampf. However, neither he nor Peter wanted any part of it. Peter said, quote, Yes, I know the whole story about Hitler's inheritance, 
but I don't want to have anything to do with it. I will not do anything about it. I only want to be left alone." Unquote. As such, the five known living descendants of Hitler, Alexander, Louis, Brian, Peter, and Heiner, appear to be the last of his line. They've had no children and apparently have no plans to change that. But it's certainly possible that they aren't the only Hitlers still alive. day, Adolf Hitler remains perhaps the most reviled person in recorded history. Thus, it's comforting to think that his gene pool is slowly drying up for good. But it is possible that there are other Hitlers out there. For starters, Adolf's father Alois Sr. did more than marry three times. He may have also had an affair that some say resulted in an illegitimate daughter named Teresa Penz. Little is known about her, including her true biological father and how many children she may have had. Meanwhile, there are also people who have publicly claimed to be a descendant of Hitler. One of the most compelling examples of this is a man named Jean-Marie Loret, who claimed that he was Adolf Hitler's illegitimate son. According to Loret, Hitler had a brief relationship with his mother, a French woman, in 1917. Though the two men have a passing resemblance and share the same blood type, no concrete proof exists that they're actually related, and Hitler himself always claimed to be childless. Another man, Romano Lucas Hitler, a convicted pedophile from Germany, has stated that he's descended from Alois Sr.'s younger brother. While there is no evidence that Alois Sr. had a younger brother, his murky paternity certainly makes that possible but Romano has also said that the bloodline will end with him. He said, quote, After me, there will be no more Hitlers. That's it. Shame must have an end. The name is like a cross to bear, and I wish that on nobody, unquote. So, are there more living descendants of Adolf Hitler? To date, there's just a handful that we know of. But Alois Sr.'s uncertain beginnings mean that all bets are off, and there could very well be other relatives out there that we'll never know about. Indeed, though Adolf Hitler's known relatives seem unlikely to carry on his line, it's certainly possible that other people in the world, knowingly or unknowingly, have his blood flowing through their veins, free to pass it on to any children they may have for generations upon generations to come. Thanks for listening to History Uncovered. I'm History Uncovered's producer, Kit Westneat. If you like the show, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to follow the All That's Interesting and History Revealed pages on Facebook and Real History Uncovered on Instagram. Make sure you don't miss out on the new episodes and subscribe to the History Uncovered podcast. And keep up with our latest stories at allthatsinteresting.com. If you have a question about the show or just want to say hi, feel free to call us at 929-526-3029 or email us at podcast at allthatsinteresting.com. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network.
Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West and Redacted History. Until next time, keep exploring. What's something you learned in history class that you feel like wasn't the whole truth? Better yet, what's something you didn't learn at all that was omitted completely? That's what I like to call Redacted History. My name is Andre White, the host of the Redacted History Podcast, the place where history's forgotten events, heroes, and villains get their story told, one episode at a time. The Redacted History Podcast. Real history never dies. Stream the Redacted History Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts.